Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 219. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. If you feel guided, you can place a hand at the heart center as it will point the direction for the mind to focus on. Allow yourself to feel heavy and perfectly supported. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. Be here now. I send you all love. I hope you're having a magical day. As this is episode 219, I realized it's also the 19th of March. And as 9 plus 1 equals 10, this is the signature or essence of a new beginning. And as we are preparing for a new moon, which is the symbolic representation of a new beginning. It only seems fitting that we would tune into the energy of the new moon. So as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to utilize the moon oracle deck again to see if we can get a sense of what this new beginning may look like or feel like also remembering it will look like and feel like how we look like and feel like right now as the future is ultimately in the now our most dominant thoughts feelings emotions that are being prepared to reveal itself so i think it is rather magical as it is a smaller breadcrumb maybe it's a profound breadcrumb in regards to the 19th and episode 219, honoring new beginnings. So you can set your intention always to receive any clarity or guidance you are seeking, but please forever in life, use your discernment. In life we are not looking for truths. Only you know what is true for you. We are exploring and navigating through information essentially and allowing ourselves to utilize and internalize the units of data that do resonate. So it's in lightheartedness like a buffet. You go to the buffet and you can observe what the options are and what looks or seems good to you. You can try it or not. So take what you need from this episode and any of the episode and know that only you know what is right for you. Before we do begin, I would like to briefly touch on the energetic signature of the new moon and we will simplify this idea. As you know, I have shared many times, I'm not really into astrology. I would be a fool though not to 
recognize it because I am very sensitive, like many of you that tune in, and I cannot deny the influence the moon sometimes has on me, as it does govern all bodies of water. And again, as a symbolic representation of our emotional body, it might represent those thoughts that we hold dear to our heart. This might be the time to try those things that we maybe have been nervous or afraid to try before. Also, it's a time to stop and look back only to see how far we've come. To utilize the experience thus far as fuel or to propel us in the direction of new. But we would have a more harmonious time in the new because sometimes the new does bring up fears or concerns by taking a moment to reflect on the journey thus far. So let us take a moment to stop and look how far we've come and how much we've grown. And we could utilize that knowing to move us forward because we can see now that all of our needs were met and they always will be. Yes. Again, we will be utilizing the Moon Oracle deck to see if we can get a glimpse in regards to our own psyche, as the Moon is ultimately a reflection of our emotional body. Emotion might be those thoughts and feelings we have held on that are now in so much momentum or activation that it is in emotion now an expression of that thought or feeling within. In regards to the new moon, which again is said to take place on March 23rd, and 23rd equaling 5 would suggest a big change is going to occur. This goes without saying, as change is inevitable, but now we are caught up to speed with that process of change, and we are deliberately co-creating with the bigger part of us that can oversee the changes from all perspective. With that said, this new moon is accompanied by a shift or movement in Pluto. And again, I'm not too familiar with astronomy or astrology, but to my understanding, Pluto governs and oversees cycles, endings and new beginnings. So not only are we in a new moon energy coming up, it is propelled and accelerated. What's this word? Exalted. The new moon is exalted with this energy Pluto as it shines a brighter light on what is already occurring. So this week, do not face reality. Be delusional. Stay in the realm of imagination and visualization. Stay in the essence of your preferences without the wanting. How do we do this? By feeling and imagining, pretending that it's already done. We need to be like a kid again. 
we want to be in sense of awe and wonder, holding a very positive expectation. With that said, we will begin with four oracle cards. This is not to say it will be a four-card reading. We will begin with four, as four represents perfect support, and we will decide from there if we should continue pulling or not. So we will pull the four cards now, and then offer the reading. Deep breath. Card number one. This is the waxing crescent moon. Message is: Have faith in your dreams. Have faith in your dreams. Where do dreams occur? In the realm of mentalism. What is also in this realm? Imagination, visualization, and pretending. Have faith in your own visualizations. Have faith in your own intention and your preferences. And what is faith? Faith is the knowingness without evidence to keep us in the knowing. It is to know the processes of how the universe works. That if we can hold a clear intention, it must be revealed to us. Faith is not hope. Hope is in wobbly unsureness. Faith is a knowing without the evidence of the knowing. To have more faith in the invisible, it doesn't mean you can't see it. It means you have to see it within first in order to see it without next. Have more faith in the invisible. Message number two. This is the full moon in Virgo. This is coming in reverse. Full moon in Virgo says you are good enough. You are good enough. And for this message to come in reverse, what that what might that be telling us? We don't feel good enough. So if we put these two messages together, just to get the essence of where this is going, this might suggest, generally speaking. Generally speaking, this might suggest we sometimes have a difficult time in the fulfillment or fruition of our dreams because, at a inner, deeper level, we don't feel good enough to receive them. We speak about the idea of worthiness often in regards to a collective lesson. So this might be something we are all working on, and. We are saying this so not to beat yourself up or be so hard on yourself if you do feel unworthy or undeserving. It's a process, a culmination of worthiness. We don't come in feeling worthy, just like we don't come in with faith. Both of these things are to be generated while we are in the experience. So, message number two: You are good enough, and we may not know this at a cellular level. As it is in reverse, it's not a negative to show up in reverse, but it would suggest focus here. Let's really refine this here. Message number three. Message number three is the full moon in reverse. 
The message from the full moon is surrender to the divine. And if this is in reverse, what might this be suggesting? We're not in surrender. And if we're not in surrender, what might this be suggesting? We are in efforting, enforcing, and making things happen. And what might this suggest? We don't have faith. Why? Because we don't trust the process. We're not trusting in our capacity to co-create. We're not trusting in the bigger, more qualified aspect of self, and we are not individualizing or single singling anyone out. This is a collective sort of grievance in regards to not surrendering to the divine. And why may we not be in surrender? Because we forget we are one with the divine, and not even one with, we are the divine experiencing itself as individualized soul expressions. So for the surrender to the divine, following you are good enough both in reverse, this is saying, give God or give the I am, give Mother, Father, God, the universe, source, the all, love, whatever you call it, the one presence, give it the opportunity to show itself to you. Give God the opportunity to show you what it can do. And what would we need to do to allow this to, uh, to occur? Allow it to occur, to get out of the way. And the message of have faith in your dream being the foundation, we can only trust in the divine with faith. Why? Because without faith, the future is frightening, and then we take it upon ourselves to manage or control the unfolding, and sometimes God's unfolding for us is way more beautiful. It's a bigger blessing than maybe we could even imagine. So it is time to surrender. But in order to surrender, we need to cultivate the knowing that we are worthy and deserving to be supported from a greater source, which is pure love. Give your chance, give ourself the chance to bear witness to the love that is flowing to and through us at all times. The catalyst for this knowing would be the surrender. This is to say when you leap, you will realize you can fly. When you leap, you will realize God has you. So we would say with that third part, surrender to the divine, take the leap of faith, honoring the foundation of have faith in your dreams. We will speak more on this after this final card. Message number four would represent a support or a tool that we can utilize to feel supported. Deep breath. Message number four chose itself. This is the supermoon. It is upright. The supermoon's message is emotions are running high. Emotions are running high. And from the perspective of emotion, we want this to occur. Why? Because emotions rise and fall naturally. So whatever we have been dealing with in regards to our fears to jump towards our dreams, our leap towards our dream, 
it's essentially serving us because it needs to be cleared or acknowledged. So what are we saying? If you're feeling uneasy or confused or if you feel defeated, maybe you've been efforting or trying so hard to nurture a seed or a specific goal and you do not see it yet, this is the perfect time to try again. Because emotions are high, there is an amplification, meaning if we're honoring the new moon coming up, amplification would be you are a faster manifester this week, starting on 23rd. Things will come into fruition quicker. It will no longer be a grueling process in regards to our efforts without seeing the harvest or the fruits of our labor. Remember, God never forgot any intention that we have created or held. It is still watering every seed, every heart's true desire. It is still for us. It is still in the realm of probability. And with that said, we would just have to match the resonance, and we're simplifying that in this episode by saying pretend, imagine, act like you're already there. Because this new moon energy is going to amplify what we currently are, as this is always the case in regards to manifesting from the perspective of our most dominant thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. So we will offer the reading from an aerial view. As we have been touching on the individual card along the way, there have been breadcrumbs there, yes, but when we join the four cards together, the message might alter slightly. So we will see what the reading is saying now that the four cards are pooled. We will recap the four cards and then return with the reading. First card, Waxing Crescent Moon, Have Faith in Your Dreams. Card number two in reverse, Full Moon in Virgo, You Are Good Enough. Card number three in reverse, Full Moon, Surrender to the Divine. Final card, Upright, Super Moon, Emotions are running high. Yes. As the intention will always be to simplify all things, we do want to hone in on the foundational aspect of this reading, which is card number one. Have faith in your dreams. In regards to simplifying this idea, we would say, your dreams are not yours alone. As the humanoid would have it, we do take ownership of our thoughts because we are forgetting thoughts come from consciousness which is one by nature. Mind is many by nature. So we are utilizing a oneness consciousness with the tool that is created to divide and separate. Why? Because it's a problem solver. So there's no problem here or conflict to solve, but there is a fine-tuning of the tools that we are utilizing. What's the tool? Faith. And why are we being asked to have faith in our dreams? Because they're not your dreams. You received them. Why? 
because God's will for us is perfect happiness, complete happiness, and God already knew and knows what would make you happy. Most of our dreams we come in with in regards to talents, passions, creativity. And why do, are we afraid to pursue them? Because you took ownership and you forgot God wanted them for you too. And when we say you, we are speaking to our receiver, me as your brother, always. This is for us. I need to remind you, as your brother, I'm always <laughs> being spoken to with you during these episodes. So with that said, we can simplify the idea of having faith in our dream if we can be so mindful in those moments when we try to take ownership of the dream. It puts a lot of pressure on us because sometimes it's a big dream and we get overwhelmed and we often are defeated before we even try. But if we can remember or realize rather in those moments God wanted that for us too, as we have heard many times, what you want wants you. Why? Because you don't want what you want alone. Because most of the things we want, we want them because we feel as if we would feel better in the having of them. So from this perspective, God wants them for you. Your dreams are not yours. You can remove the struggle from this situation or dissolve the pressure to pursue the dream and know that you are the receptacle of it and you just follow the guidance along the way. The dream will fulfill itself. The book will write itself. The art will paint itself. The dish will cook itself. Meaning when we are following that inspired guidance, we don't need to struggle or force or make things happen. It flows when we're in creativity. And essentially, this might be referred to alpha brain state, which is essentially flow state. Where we are just now the vessel or the conduit. And God, the I am, is doing all things through us. And those things that are done through us are those things that would make us happy and be in joy. So coming from the foundational aspect of this reading, it is faith in your dream. Realizing now that that's not our dream alone. God is dreaming about it with us, for us, because it knows that it will bring us joy and happiness. So as we move to the next part of the reading, which is full moon in Virgo, Virgo would represent innocence, as the archetype is the virgin, and it really has nothing to do with sexuality, but more to do with the essence of what we truly are, that no matter what you do on earth, we're not saying go be unkind, but no matter what you do, no matter what we do, it never distorts or taints what we really are in the eyes of God, which is perfect and untouched, like the Virgo like the Virgin, in innocence. So this is why Full Moon in Virgo says you are good enough, because God knows what you really are. The I Am knows what we are underneath what we have come to think ourselves to be. So from that perspective, it might be easier to accept the knowing that we are good enough if we can again realize we received that dream with God and if we receive the dream that brings us joy or passion or the idea of it rather, we must be good enough to receive it. 
God must see something in us or know something about us we don't know or see. Otherwise, that dream would not have been aligned with our ability to receive it. We don't dream anything. The brain don't think. It's the receptacle, the receiver of all thoughts. It's more like an antenna. So you are good enough. Otherwise, you would not have that dream, intention, or goal. And you know where this is pertaining in your life or not in regards to your clearest intention. It does not have to be aligned with the creativity or passion. It can be something that you have been dealing with for a while and now you are finally ready to come to the end of that struggle, whatever that might be. That's a dream, essentially. So you are good enough to experience the preferred realities or desires and we would accept that knowingness of worthiness if we can again remind ourselves in those moments God must want this for me too since I want it for me you are good enough otherwise you wouldn't want the thing that you think you want alone God wants it with you for you so when we get to the full moon in regards to surrender to the divine, why? Generally speaking, we are being asked to surrender to the divine because the divine is at play in all parts here. What does this mean? It means you don't need to surrender. If you surrender or not, God is still in control. And this means that you would only create a bumpy ride along your journey. What does this mean? This means that all paths lead to God. That you will eventually, eventually, and inevitably get to your intended goal or destination. Not honoring locality, but your clearest intention. You're going to get there anyway. We just want to have a more harmonious journey through the process. But you're going to get there. You don't need support. You don't even need this episode. You can turn this off right now. <laughs> because you're going to get there anyway. We are holding the intention to have a more harmonious experience because it just feels better to feel better. It feels good to feel good. And that's really the idea, meaning it's so simple. It just feels better to feel better. So surrender to the divine means you don't have to, but you should. Because if you don't, your ride, your journey will be bumpy. It will be confusing. And why are we confused? Because essentially we take ownership of everything we think. So what are we saying? You don't need to agree with every thought. You receive all of them. And sometimes, a lot of the time as a humanoid, when we experience a lower vibrational thought or a negative emotion, we often beat ourselves up because again, we are not feeling worthy or good enough to receive from that space of We'll call it a dip in vibration. But you also received those thoughts. You were a receptacle. You were in resonance. So you don't need to agree. You don't need to attend to that thought. And in regards to God having the thought with you, God loves us so much that it would allow us to be the receptacle of that which we are most like. So God is not punishing us when we have negative thoughts, emotions. God is not punishing us when there are atrocities in the world. It is the indicator we have not taken accountability for our most dominant expression. And that's why humanoids, if we're being 
quite direct. Humanoids have a very difficult time with the idea that God didn't let these things happen because we would then need to take accountability for us, our own actions. We let these atrocities happen, not God. God loves us so much, it allows us to experience our most dominant self. So we are being asked to surrender to the divine, and the support there might be the realization that we don't own any intention, goal, thought, or desire. God wants them with us because it is allowing us to experience our most dominant expression. So surrender means do not give up. But do give in. Give in to your dreams, your intentions, your goals. Why? Because God wants them for you too. We would affirm now, I am worthy to receive the gifts of God. I am deserving to receive the gifts of God. And what are the gifts of God? Those things you think you want. Your desires, your intentions, your hopes, your dreams, those are God's gifts to you. This is why you were the receptacle. So if you've been having a difficult time in whatever circumstance or situation, the gift that God is trying to offer is liberation. To free yourself, to surrender to the bigger part of you and know you are good enough to experience love and good. But we need to have faith in the aspect of self that wants those things that are in more harmony with love. We need to focus in that direction more and visualize. And again, on this episode, we're honoring pretend and imagination to utilize the energy of the new moon. Final message with the super moon. Emotions are running high. In regards to emotions running high, why would emotions be running high? Well, let's honor emotion as an energy. Our thoughts are an electric signature that can be measured. These are your dreams, your intentions, and goals. Those intentions, dreams, and goals do not go anywhere until they're honored. You do not have to follow your heart or honor your gifts. You don't have to, but they're not going to leave you. Just because you don't follow your dream, it doesn't mean the dream dissolves. It will be there, waiting for you to embrace it and allow it to be a part of our experience. So emotions are high because, and this I don't know what I'm going to say, but I could feel it. In regards to emotions being high, this is working in our favor because it is showing us that we have built up momentum in a specific direction. It's sort of like a beaver building that dam, and we have accumulated so much, we'll call it energy, in the form of those dreams, goals, or desires. It's so built up right now, and the only thing that we must do is nothing. Surrender to it. We need to allow it to happen. So what does emotions are running high, how does it relate to allow it to happen? Emotions are running high, again, is the indicator that there is, we'll call it, built up energy. Those dreams, desires, goals that we are not giving ourselves the opportunity to step towards and then experience. Because they don't go anywhere. The energy must be accounted for. So in the essence of emotions high, even if it's a lower vibrational emotion this is a good thing because ultimately 
it is showing us that it's time for movement. And we're not speaking physical movement. What if the movement is in the direction of faith? What if the movement is in the direction of knowing our worthiness? What if the movement is in the direction of surrender? What if we e essentially stop trying and efforting and we fall back in divine laughter because everything we've been working on for so long is just starting to unfold? And then we could look back, back at our journey and say, that was so silly of me to try so hard and effort so hard. All I had to do was allow this to happen by being more childlike, more imaginative, more in the realm of pretend. So emotions are high because we have been holding on to an intention, goal, or desire without giving ourselves the opportunity to allow it to happen. Why? Essentially because we kept noticing it hasn't happened yet. Which is why there's a big emphasis on the idea of pretend or imagine on this episode. You can't have what you want when you keep noticing it's not there. Your noticing of it is your focus and your focus is perpetuated. So as we simplify all things, we could have just said, Welcome to episode 219. Start pretending. Start imagining. Start visualizing. End of episode. Yes, but the words are not allowing us to have the experience. Which is why we would choose many words to ultimately describe or decipher a very simple idea, which is to be a kid again. The kid doesn't notice that the lava's not there when it says the lava's there. The kid is not noticing the war in the world or the grievances or atrocities. It's in the now. It just knows what it wants to eat and what it wants to play with and what it wants to pretend. So we want to know that this is how we enter the kingdom. As the kingdom is our preferred reality. Knowing now that our preferred reality was God's preferred reality for us. So emotions are high because of that buildup of energy, because we have accidentally been noticing it's not happening yet, or it has not manifested yet. But it does not mean it's not manifest. What does this mean? In regards to manifestation, it was already done a long time ago, and we just kept noticing it wasn't done in the physical realm. So in the process of manifestation, the kid resides in the space, the child resides in the space where manifestation takes place first. And what does it do? It stays there. It stays there. It stays in imagination. It stays in pretend. It stays in visualization. It stands in its knowing. This is your subconscious. The subconscious brain, the subconscious mind cannot decipher between what is really occurring or not. So when we are imagining and pretending, your subconscious thinks it's real. This is how we imprint it at a subconscious level to hold the vision long enough to where you start matching the feeling of it because the subconscious is giving you the indicators it's really happening. We use this example often. There have been studies where they have connected 
brother sister beings to a machine that registers the reactive body in regards to visualization, meaning they would have a brother sister or being imagine they are running and soon after it would take just a moment soon after the muscles in the body would start to become active as if they really were running the subconscious mind can't tell so are we tricking ourselves not really we are utilizing the process of manifestation in a more deliberate way so what are we saying as we come to the end of this reading have faith in your dreams faith is the knowingness without the evidence of knowing because knowingness begins in the realm of imagination first and what you come to know there you will come to experience in your physical reality this is why we say well mother mary rather this is why mother mary often reminds us the future is only frightening without faith why she was ultimately telling us you are the future and if you don't have faith that will be your experience in regards to the wobble to have a desire with doubt that never feels good but we only have doubt because we keep noticing it's not here yet instead of spending more time in the space it's generated first which is where imagination visualization and pretend you are good enough you are good enough you are worthy enough miracles are your birthright you don't want what you want alone god loves you so much it already it already knew what we would want it already knows our heart affirm i am worthy to receive the gifts of god i am good enough to receive the gifts of god just stay in the space where those gifts are generated first in the realm of imagination which is also to say sitting next to god perfect and untouched surrender to the divine surrender you don't have to it will be a more harmonious experience so what is this leading us towards surrender to the divine is leading us to trust in our visions intentions and ideas more because now we know god gave them to us that we are the receptacle of those things we thought we wanted alone we have always been supported but we took ownership of our thoughts of the five sensorial vessel and you are the vessel but it's the avatar that which god can do all things through so surrender to the divine means surrender to your passions surrender to your goals surrender to your intentions because those are god's gifts for you we just need to generate it nurture the seed in the realm of imagination so that it can blossom and become fruits of our labor emotions are running high good this means that we have cultivated and what's this word to to culminate there's a hybrid here meaning all of our desires everything we ever wanted it has been building up and now it has transformed into something new it is a new version of self so emotions are high means you might have given up on something before because you didn't see the evidence of it 
but now it's time to go back to it because God never forgot you wanted it. And if you can just nurture it a little bit more, if you can just water that plant a little bit more, it will start to grow because it was always for you anyway. You just accidentally took ownership of it when you first received it, which is what made you feel overwhelmed or defeated to begin anyway, or rather to begin in the first place. Meaning, sometimes we never begin. Sometimes we have a dream and we never take steps towards it because it overwhelms us. But that's only when we forget that was God's dream for us too. Yes. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to honor one final card. As I was preparing to put the four cards away that we have just touched on, I noticed the card staring at me at the bottom of the deck as I have the deck upright, or upside down, I guess. There's a card looking at me. (laughs) And the card happens to be New Moon in Aquarius. And although the new moon coming up is in Aries, which would suggest action, also conflict, but now that we have come into our knowing, we are very well aware the only conflict is within. There is no battle out there. The only battle is our own thoughts. So we are going to take the conflict or struggle out of the equation because there is no battle here. We're going to honor the new moon in Aries as the signature or idea of action, passion to move forward. However, the card that we are addressing to come to the end of this episode is the new moon in Aquarius. New moon in Aquarius says, bring love into the situation. And as we are said to be unfolding or moving toward the age of Aquarius, there's no coincidence. So we can simplify the idea of this whole episode and really say, do what you love. Do what you love because what you love, God loves it for you too. And if you don't love what you have to do, meaning life happens and we need to attend to things, how can you introduce love into the equation? How can we be so mindful to look where the love is when we are knowing ourselves to be in a situation or circumstance that we can't recognize the love? Meaning love is always available. It is totally encompassing. And in that regard, it is an individual process in regards to recognizing and perceiving the love. So when we are in situations or circumstances that don't feel so good, or that we have been efforting or trying so hard to see a positive outcome with, stop for a moment and invite love into that situation by being so mindful to recognize where the love is instead of focusing where it's not. That might be the action in regards to new moon in Aries. To take action steps, it's time for movement. 
passion. It's a fire sign. It's saying, get fired up. But in regards to new moon in Aquarius being an air sign, Aquarius is the water bearer. She holds the water, but it's air. I don't get that. <laughs> it's the water bearer, but it's an air sign to my understanding. Maybe it is water. One of those is confusing. It might be Scorpio in regards to water or air. One of those. Even so, <laughs> bring love into the situation. Bring love into the situation. Love is the great healer. And that might be a challenge for some of us who are in circumstances that it might be more difficult to choose love. Choose love and watch what happens. Invite love into the situation and watch what happens. Do more of what you love and watch what happens. Focus on what you love and watch what happens. Pretend you already in the experience of what you love and watch what happens. Visualize what you love and watch what happens. Watch love and watch what happens. Look towards love. It sounds so woohoo-y, but it is an intelligence. Love is the continuum of God through us. It's what we are. We are love incarnate. So it is time to take action steps. But in regards to the new moon energy, it's not going to be efforting, forcing, and making. It's going to be calibration at the level of mind. To be more imaginative and childlike in regards to pretend and visualize that which we would love to experience. And it will manifest quicker than ever before. Why? Because we've already put all the work in. Does the work ever end? There was never work to begin with. We've been trying too hard, forcing and making things happen, when this whole time all we had to do was focus on what we love and allow ourselves to do what we love. So in those moments it might be difficult, we would stop and ask, what can I do right now to recognize and perceive the love that flows to and through me and supports me always? What can I do right now to change my energy? What can I do right now to change my focus? What can I do right now to change my thought? Get more interactive and know that the goal is always to bring more love into the situation, into the equation. Let love do the dirty work as we call it. Deal with the density as it will neutralize all things. We just have to allow ourselves to be in the space of love by doing what we love. Remembering those things that we want to do because we think we love them. God knows and already knew that you would love it and bring you happiness so it was already yours. It's time to receive all that which has been ours this whole time. Yes. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. 
Call upon your I am presence. Give these aspects of self permission to support you in the recognition and perceiving of love. Ask before you get out of bed, God, the I am, source, angels, show me where the love is today. And then go that way. Yes. <laughs>